Let's take this first shot. Let's do it. Oh, man. Oh, that actually was not bad this time. It was better because it was genuinely straight out of the freezer. Give me all, all shot to it. So I get it for shot three. All right, guys, we're, we're not going to get a shitty looking shot three for Jake. Okay, real quick. No. Who no. do you want to see take the third shot? Here you go, shot two. I don't like don't like the vodka. That was shot two. Let's, <laughs> you want to take it for three? You must not have been reading the chat. I don't know what you're talking about. Because uh, everybody wants to see you take the that's third not, shot. That's not what they said. Wow, you guys all suck assholes. Shot, shot three. three. Here we go. I am feeling this vodka tonight. <laughs> I'm glad that you're feeling it. I can feel my lips. Yes, we're not there yet. We will be after this fourth shot, though. Someone wants to join. Join right now. Come on. Connecting. Whoa. Boom. Should I do a pocket shot? Kentucky straight bourbon, whiskey aged for four years. Why is it in a plastic bag? It stays in it's your pocket. for hiking. That's the only way you'd get me hiking. So I have to, like, squeeze it in like a spaceman. Shot four. All right. Here we go. That was the hardest shot I've ever taken. Ugh. Do you want to hear something funny? So we're hooked what? up to the Bluetooth yeah. in, in the recording. We'll be able to hear you going. <laughs> making those Game of Thrones blowjob sound effects. I'm really glad I could contribute to the podcast. This is Three Shots In. Ranger right. Games. That's the one. Nope. <laughs> I don't think I've seen a movie where they had Christmas decoration competitions. Christmas with the Cranks? Oh! Is that the one? Is that about Christmas decorations? Where like, you know, like one neighbor is competing with the other neighbor to have the bigger, I don't know. Better I, house. I specifically remember Jamie Lee Curtis, though, like throwing a bitch down on the ground for like a can of ham. Yeah, I don't remember. I remember that. I don't know. Anyway, welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jake. I'm Jess. And we are here to bring you episode seven of season two. That's right. Stand by here because these next few episodes, we're going to start bringing in guests again. Yeah. They Lots. Gonna, they going to be in here guesting up. Mm. Does that, that make sense? Yeah. No. So we had a uh, four shots of vodka tonight. Yeah. A little, a little tipsy. Well, I'm Maybe. a lot. I'm a lot tough. <laughs> uh, if you aren't joining our live streams, we do go live on Instagram and we do take a fourth shot with whoever sends a request. Mm -hmm. The first person to send a request and is shot ready. We take a shot with you. So that could be you next week. One thing that made me feel real good. <laughs> <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> the fucking dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's not fucking serious, dude. It. Oh my god. Should I just bring her bed under the table? Honestly, like Like I've done it before and maybe? she's noisy, like she shakes and stuff, but at least she's not doing that shit. Yeah. Just do that. Okay. Fuck. I don't even remember what we were saying. <laughs> uh what I was trying to say was that super flattering this Instagram live, this most recent one. Oh yeah. We had two people try to request. I didn't get to see who the second one was. Yeah. So we're like Insanely popular. <laughs> Super popular. So. Obviously. Tonight's topic. We, mm -hmm. Last week, we talked about historical figures. Yeah. This week, what are we talking about? Historical figures. What? Is it a two-parter? Yeah. Well, if they listen to the last episode, they remember that. I said to be continued. Well, if they listen to the last episode, then they remember who you talked about. They remember who I talked about. Mm hmm You are continuing your story. Right. Of... Uh, 
Ching, Ching Shi. Yes. There good we job. go. Of Ching Shi. I am not continuing. I ended my story. Mm-hmm. I will have a new story, but they are very similar. Two different people, two different countries, two different timelines, very similar stories. Like scarily similar. Yeah. We'll get into that <laughs> during my time. Yeah, because we're we're leaving from where I left off. I left you guys on it to be continued. I'll be going first and then Jake will be going. Did I'll you already? Be- Jake will be guying. What? <laughs> Did I say it funny? <laughs> yeah. I'll be going first and then Jake will be guying. <laughs> Just I'll go first. Right Any, after we do the wheel spin. No updates? Nothing you want to say? Updates? I don't know. Do we have anything to update? Oh, we're talking about, uh, we're looking into um, alternative social media platforms. We are. We are. We're leaving Twitter. Yeah, that's going to happen. We're leaving Facebook. Probably going to happen. We're still on Instagram for the time being because the lives are convenient. They don't charge you anything. Mm-hmm. We've looked into into other services and they're great looking and everything, but they're expensive. They do a, you know, monthly sort of like, like a subscription charge, yeah, a kind of, of like do. a membership. Mm-hmm. Um, huge letdown. You know, we're just not at a point where we can, our budget's still real small. So we just can't do that. It's got to be free, a free service. We thought we could do that with YouTube. Which we could, but we would have to start posting on YouTube first. Right. Which honestly just doesn't sound appealing. No, we just, a lot of work that we just cannot do right now. Yeah. Um, because, uh, you know, word to those who may not know, YouTube won't let you go live on their platform unless you have at least 1,000 followers. Subscribers. Subscribers. There you go. Yeah. Which we, we do not have. No, we have. Um, we have what? like four subscribers though. I don't, honestly don't even know how. I don't think we've posted on YouTube. Well, there was at one point, uh, one of the lives I had uh, posted, I think on Parlor, that we were going to try to go live on YouTube. And that was true. I really looked into it. I had like Terry's iPad set up on like a, not a tripod, but like a special like swivel arm that was going to, I was going to record us and try to stream it. Um, But as I tried to set everything up on YouTube, it said, uh, after all this fucking work, like not in the very beginning, I took all these major steps and then it was like, oh, your subs- your subscribers are too low. Yeah. So there you go. Um, but no problem. We're we're looking into other ways to get that done. We'll figure it out. Um, that's about it for now. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we have much to update as far as life goes. Mm-hmm. So let's just jump into it. Let's do it. You want to spin the wheel? Me first. Fuck it. Go. Okay. Spin it. That was a good first spin. Thanks. So Jessica, how about you name a superstition that you have? Wow. Um, you are at least a little stitious, right? <laughs> I'm I'm not superstitious. I am a little stitious. That was so cringy. Never mind. Yeah, you could say I'm a little superstitious. You remember the last thing I said, which was the cereal bowl thing. And it it the cereal bowl thing I talked about a while ago was one of my little superstitions. I had to like get a feel for like what color the cereal bowl was, mm. you know? Otherwise my day would just, my, wouldn't start off right. Yeah, a bowl is a bowl. Mm, disagree. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like there's a bowl in there that looks like a fox's head. Yeah, the I fox will bowl. not eat out of that. That's, see, that's my favorite bowl. Mm-mm. I like that one. No, I won't. It's got the little ears that stick uh-huh. out. <laughs> yep. And then it also like, I'll look at our selection of mugs and have to really like, you know, meditate on how I'm feeling and uh-huh. then choose a mug based off of how I'm feeling 
Otherwise, I probably won't enjoy that that mug of coffee or tea or whatever it is. You I just won't it. drink it. You'll have a sip or two and then just That's leave. What it. I'm saying, you've. I mean, you've seen it. You've seen the evidence of when I don't really pay attention to my choice of mugs. Yes. I have a lot of superstitions, little superstitions that I don't think about. Um, there are the really popular ones, like I won't pee in someone's t- on someone's toilet. I guess without checking behind the shower curtain to make sure there isn't a murderer there. It's kind of a standard one though. Yeah. That's, I don't think I'm unique. No, no. I think that's a common thing. I do that too. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, when I kill bugs, they stay exactly where I killed them. Guts and all for like minimum three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so that all the other bugs. So that they live know. In fear. <laughs> yeah. It's like a heads on pikes type of deal. Like, you know, you take your enemies and you display them so that other enemies know not to fuck with you. I, that's yeah. what I do. That's one of my superstitions. Okay. Uh, one that I have, which I didn't really notice until recently. When I, because I have a queen bed. Mm-hmm. So it's not a big bed, you know, standard bed. But it's big for me, just sure. being one person. Mm-hmm. When I get in and out of my bed, I almost only get in on the, I guess it'd be considered the right side of the bed. But like, if you're looking at it from the foot of the bed, it'd be the left side, right? How does that work? Right or left side of the bed? I guess I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you're looking, if you're if you're standing at the foot of the bed, looking up, it's the left side. Your Let's side, yeah. So your your side of the bed is my side of the bed. That's not my side of the bed. My side of the bed is directly in the middle. You have to get in on the so, left side, though. You know what? Well, let's just fix this. Okay. My bed mm-hmm. on one side is a bookshelf. On the other side is my dresser. Yeah. Okay. So I always get in on the bookshelf side. Yes. I sleep in the center of the bed, mm-hmm. right? But when I get up in the morning, right, I go to my dresser and grab my clothes. But I get up on the bookshelf side and then walk around the bed to the dresser. Why? And now I never thought about it until uh, the other day I was sleeping on the other side of the bed. And so I got in on that side, yeah. on, on the dresser side. And then when I got up in the morning, I scooted over and got off the bed on the bookshelf side still <laughs> yeah and i that that's why i'm saying i never thought about it but i think i literally like can only like mentally like i i am hurt if i don't get in and out of my bed on the bookshelf side wow see i i do have a side now because i share my bed with terry the side i get on the bed is the side i stay on uh-huh and it is that side if you're standing at the foot of the bed the left-hand side is my side. Uh-huh. Um, but I can sleep on either side. Terry and I have done that several times. Yeah. If there's another person there, I prefer to be on the, if you're standing, again, if you're standing on the foot of the bed, I prefer to be sleeping on the right side. If there's another person. Yeah. But you, even if there's another person, you have to get on via the left-hand well, flash No, that's the thing side. is there was another person, which is why I slept on the right side of the bed. Yeah. And- But you still- In the morning- I still like rolled and crawled and got <laughs> off on the other side of the bed. And I don't know why. Odd. Yeah, that's weird. But has that been all the time? Always? Well, it was, I noticed it then. And then I thought about it and I was like, wow. Ever since you had a bed that was that large? Basically, unless it's like scooted up against the wall, in which case you can only get in and out of one side. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so there you have it. That's, I mean, it must be a superstition or something. I don't think that's a superstition. Is that just like an OCD thing? I think so. All right, we're going to call it a superstition so that it fits the <laughs> wheel. <laughs> okay. But there you have it. There you go. Decided. Concise. Yeah. It's done. Let's move on. Let's move into my story. 
Yeah, let me hear it. Uh, Shing, Ching Shi. Ching Shi. Ching Shi yes. Part Two. The sequel. Electric Boogaloo. Ching Shi Two. Electric Boogaloo. Uh, so, quick recap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me. Ching Shi and the Red Flag Fleet defeated, and I say defeated, but the article I read said specifically humiliated the Mandarin Navy. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And they gave whoever survived an ultimatum. And that ultimatum was you either die or you join the team. Right. That seems like an easy choice. Right. And so the red flag fleet grew even larger than it already was. And the King Dynasty lost a huge chunk of their navy. Uh Uh-huh. Sadness for the King Dynasty. Yes. Now, the emperor of China, he's super pissed. Right. Naturally. Ching Shi has seized... A lot of land along like the South Chinese like coastline. Uh-huh. Uh, she has control of basically all of the sea surrounding China. Right. Um, and uh, a shit ton of resources. Now to, you know, just put a cherry on top of all of that, she has a lot of his military, which she first like basically spanked. Yeah. And then convinced a good deal of them to betray him. Right. So... He's super peeved. He decides to wave the white flag. Oh, that is not what I expected. No. I expected you'll fuck that bitch. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Instead, he's like, hey, no more doing stuff like that. How about we we join up? He writes a peace deal offering the red flag fleet amnesty, meaning they will not suffer well, they're consequences. They're pardoned, basically. Yes, pardoned for their crimes. Um, and he's just like fucking crossing his fingers that this bitch and all these fucking pirates are ready to retire. We'll see. He sends it. Meanwhile. That was the first. That was like not even like trying to negotiate. That was just the first ask. Yeah. Mm, Weak. It was very generous. Let's just say that. Now, I guess I can't say that for sure. I don't know. I read like maybe four different, four to five actually, different articles. They all pretty much said the same thing, that he just wrote up a peace deal. They didn't talk about multiple peace deals. So I can only assume. Anyway, he sends it. She receives it and does not respond right away. Of course. Smart. Now, as she's kind of sitting on this decision, the Red Flag Fleet is attacked by the Portuguese Navy. Ooh. Yes. Now, the Portuguese Navy came prepared. Okay. With superior ships, superior firepower, and came at the Red Flag Fleet with a force that they could not match. Okay. So, as soon as Qingxi realized that they had no chance of winning, she surrendered to the Portuguese and immediately accepted the emperor's offer. There you go. Which meant that all but 300 of her many thousands of pirates were pardoned of all of their crimes, protected as soon as they arrived back on Chinese soil, Mm -hmm. allowed to keep all of the loot they had accumulated over the years, and much of their leadership were given positions of authority in the Chinese bureaucracy. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, including Ching Shi's own boy toy, Persburn. Oh, yeah. Cheng Pao uh, was made the captain of the Emperor's Guangdong Navy. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> Soon, Ching Shi and Chong Pao, after, you know, things settled. Mm-hmm. He's a captain now. Right. They're just swimming in all their riches they stole. Uh-huh. Everyone around them they stole it from has to shut up about it. They have their first child, a son, oh. named Chung Yu Lin. Okay. And then later had a daughter whose name and whereabouts remain a mystery. Oh. Yes. Literally, that's all I could find anywhere. Okay. Whatever. I mean... Um, Cheng Pao. Sure. The father of two children now. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> like his adopted father slash his current wife's first husband before him. Right. Dies at sea mm. when their son is about nine. Okay. Ching Shi herself and her children uh, move to a place called uh, Macau or Macau. It's M-A-C-A-U. I think it's Macau. Sure. Uh, where she opens up a casino, gets involved in the salt trade, rolling in the riches still. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, she already had like a shit ton of, you know, goods and stuff just like sitting around. She was like, yeah. I'm going to invest. She opens up a casino, starts trading salt. Uh, eventually, like <laughs> yeah, eventually, because, you know, she's got the know-how, she opens up a brothel. Ayo. Uh, uh-huh. But I guess the brothel waited until like the last few years of her life. So she was like, hey, I'm going to die soon. I want to relive the golden years yeah. <laughs> or something. <laughs> so she opens up a brothel. She is the madam of this brothel. Uh, and shortly after opening this, uh, she dies 22 years after her second husband, who was far younger than her, peacefully in her sleep, in her recently opened brothel at the age of 69. Oh, damn. That's yeah. gold. <laughs> Literally, she had the, she she died in the best way a pirate could possibly hope to die yeah. in. So that is the end of her story. I understand that's short, but I do have some interesting facts about, I guess, little things that happened yeah. between all of I that. I do have a question. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, in her, rec- not recently, but end of her life opened brothel. Did did she did she bring back the, the boat rocking? Did you read that? At all? No, I didn't read that. Okay. I don't think so. No? No. That's I think for- that's something they would have specifically mentioned. Because something that definitely was mentioned is that there are like traceable descendants of hers in Macaw still. Oh. Right now. So either she got extra busy or her son got extra, extra busy. Probably that. Yeah. He probably took over the brothel after her. Mmm. Became a pimp. Yeah. Just, you know. Walking out on a limb. Dipped his toe in, in a little too too much strange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That'll happen. Yeah. So uh, some facts about Ching Shi mm-hmm. and her, her golden years, we'll say. The ships that made up the fleet were called the Red Flag Fleet as a collective, but were actually color-coded with red, black, white, blue, yellow, and green flags. The red flags belonged to the leaders. That's why it was called the Red Flag Fleet. Yeah, that doesn't seem very wise. Well, it worked really well for them. Because, like, you know, if someone else knows this, the, the their colors, then they can just target the leaderships. That occurred to me, but apparently it didn't occur. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> Snapped your bra strap. I had an itch on my side. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, yeah. it may have occurred to you to do this. Apparently it did not occur to anyone else. Or uh, I assume the red flags didn't just like travel along together as like a click. I I assume it wasn't like colors went with each other or anything. And like, I'm assuming it wasn't common knowledge. Which one of them? They were color coordinated in such a way. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. If that was ever discovered, then easy. You just sabotage those ships. I mean, I don't know. I, I saw no mention of anyone figuring that out. Okay. So maybe they were colorblind like you. Oh, maybe. They only saw the blue and yellow. That would make sense. Mm-hmm. Portuguese had no idea. They no oh, no, that, that's why the Mandarin fleet had no idea. Oh, there you they go. They were all colorblind. Mm-hmm. It's adding up. 
All right. Now moving on. It is believed by historians that the Red Flag Fleet in its prime may have commanded as many as 70,000 pirates. Damn. Yeah. It just grew and grew. I mean, that's an army. Yeah. That's huge. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, Now, I I remember mentioning last time that uh, part of her like strict code was that when people went out and they, you know, they pillaged and plundered and whatever, they would bring back all of their spoils and have to submit everything to an authoritative figure. Make sure all of it was like actually inventoried, I guess, and reported. Each ship that was responsible for the plunder they brought in was able to keep about 20% of that. Okay. And then the other 80% of it was put into a collective fund that the entire fleet got to enjoy. Huh. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, for like Christmas parties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, for the the holiday parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. It's probably fucking lit, honestly. Yeah, dude. You have like, like, all right, like every single day, like we have a, we have a crew of 70,000. So statistically we should be having like 10 birthdays a day (laughs) (laughs) and we're just going to have a rager for everyone's birthday. All right. Next up, when they would raid towns along the coast, anyone who resisted them would have their feet nailed to the deck of a ship and would be beaten by the ship's crew. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just trying to imagine it like them like leaning over like Neo (laughs) (laughs) just being beat to shit like kicked and fucking like punched in the face and stuff yeah don't resist them well basically the way it sounded was that they followed through with this like really harsh stuff in the beginning but all they had to do was do it once like per fucking town and then the town was like oh shit don't resist them well if you're you're gonna resist die in the process (laughs) they'll nail you to the deck and like beat the ever-loving shit out of you oh is that where the term getting nailed came from Mm, i don't know (laughs) i want to say no (laughs) next up uh interesting some historians argue that it wasn't ching shi who had a love affair with chang pao (gasps) but her first husband who did Oh. oh because apparently Adoption in that time was commonly used by the gay community because they had to be far more secretive at that time Mm -hmm. as a way to legally recognize gay lovers in the distribution of assets and authority when the gay lover who was in possession of them died. Huh. That does make a lot more sense. Mm -hmm. It could have also been that the two of them were just super kinky, you know, one being a fucking pirate lord who did, did what he wanted and one being literally a prostitute. They could have just, you know, they just wanted to, they were, they were they a happy were, thruple. They were a happy little threesome. And then thruple. Sure. One of them was gone and they became a couple. Mm. Yeah. That adds up. That mm-hmm. would make a lot of sense actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it is believed that the red flag fleet sunk a total of 63 Chinese government vessels. That's the next fact. I feel like that's pretty low considering 63 same because i'm like you know what you know about this pirate fleet and you sent i mean literally how large could your navy have been chinese navy is pretty big that's what i'm saying throughout you know history i'm thinking okay so they got spanked like i said right the articles articles specifically said like humiliated and like demolished and stuff so they maybe most of them retreated and anyone who was left, mm. they were like, okay, join up or die. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be like, like 63 just seems low. Seems like there would, would have been more. I guess but then I again, know. maybe they mean like giant, like 
warships. I mean, it's... Because then that would be impressive now. It's the Mandarin Navy. Yeah. Could be. Well, either way, they got spanked. They got spanked. Next up, Ching Shi is known historically as the Pirate Queen of China and the Terror of South China. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> all, it all holds up. Yeah, that sounds sounds pretty uh, understandable. Pretty accurate nicknames. Chinese, British, and Portuguese naval ships were lost to Ching Shi's fleet long before the Red Flag fleet disbanded. So come to find out, the Portuguese Navy had actually been defeated by Ching Shi's fleet twice before their eventual eventual Whoa. victory. That's why they were so angry. They were like fucking livid. <laughs> so they had, they also got like, it was like a spank for each cheek. And then they like went back home and boosted their Navy. And then they were like, all right, let's like hit this bitch with literally everything we have because we need to save face. And so they came in real strong, which apparently she wasn't ready for. And they finally won third time's a charm. Yeah. Well, which is funny too, because China's so much bigger than Portugal. You know, mm -hmm. like you'd think that the Chinese Navy would have been able to do it and not the Portuguese Navy. <laughs> so as far as like significant attacks, it seems like China only tried once and then they were like, all right, fine. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck it. <laughs> here, we'll forgive everything and pardon you and you can retire in peace. But like, just fucking be done already. OK, maybe since like half their Navy joined, joined the pirates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fuck it. And the last fact I have, Ching Shi was only quote unquote pirate queen, meaning her reign as the actual leader of the Red Flag Fleet after her first husband's death was only two years. Oh, so yeah. in, in two years. In the span of time between husband number one died and her accepting the emperor of the Qing dynasty's peace deal. Uh-huh. Two fucking years. A busy two years. It's fucking busy as hell. You're fighting the Chinese Navy, British Navy, Portuguese Navy, spanking them all. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of spankings. So many spankings. Honestly, it must've been just two years of like, oh, the sun's up. Let's go slaughter. <laughs> and then, oh, sun's down. Time to party. Yeah. You know, like it's been nonstop. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what that tells me also is that she probably was married to her first husband for a good while. Yeah. Before he actually died. And then like when things got like really crazy, uh, that was only two years, two years long before she retired. Yeah. Settled well, down, had some kids, opened a brothel. The husband know. died. Then she was given full reign, mm -hmm. started doing some crazy stuff. And the world governments were like, yo, fuck her. <laughs> like we got to end this shit now. And she's like, ah, yeah. okay. Yeah. We'll take your deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also read too that, uh, I'm pretty sure Portuguese, because they were, like I said, they were spanked two times before they actually won. They reached out to the British Navy for assistance at one point. Mm. British Navy already had been like had run ins with her and her and the Red Flag Fleet like prior. And they were kind of like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so like, yo, that's said, a whole different ocean. <laughs> they, they said they would respond, you know, on paper. Yeah. But like historically, there's only record of them sending like safe passage to their own ships. Yeah, that makes <laughs> and sense. And their own allies and nobody else. Yeah. Portugal's all like, yo, Britain, like, can you like hop on over to the Pacific and help us over here? And they're like. Um, our ships will stay in the Atlantic, actually. <laughs> We're just going to stay over here, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see why they would. Like, 
That it's almost on like the opposite side of the world from them. <laughs> I, I wouldn't send my fleet. I'm Either way, it. well, not Portugal though. No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying uh, England, mm-hmm. like the British Navy. Like that's a whole different ocean. That's a, that's a different game over there. <laughs> oh, sure, but Portugal's like the downstairs neighbor of the UK, right there. They just kind of like took a broom and they like hit the ceiling. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, I'm getting robbed. Come on down here." And Britain was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no." <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that is the end of it. Okay, well, that was that was thoroughly entertaining, and I learned a lot about Ching Shi. Ching Shi, never heard of her before. Definitely not a good guy. She, I mean, she put nails in people's feet. She didn't personally, though. She was cool with it, though. Allegedly, (laughs) according to what history? Yeah, (sighs) big whoop. (laughs) (laughs) I I learned a lot. I'd never heard of Ching Shi and her battalion. Not even battalion, Seriously. just straight up like army of pirates. Well, see, I was looking and one of the one of the things I said, because I was looking for like, like that sounds like a substantial pirate fleet. Yeah. Is she, does she go down in history as having the largest pirate fleet? And that it didn't say that at all. It said she had the largest fleet of pirates in Chinese history, but it didn't say world history. So I'm like, well, fuck, who holds the title? I can't see anyone having a fleet bigger than that. That no, that's massive. It's huge. Like I feel like that would rival most at the time most countries' navies. Apparently, it did for yeah. a really long time. Like that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, I mean, if there was anyone else, who was it? And I, I don't know. Maybe I'll have to do my own research or something. Figure it out. That's probably someone lame. You think so? No, I think it, I think if you have an army bigger than that and they're all pirates, like that's going to be a pretty epic, it's pretty terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they don't have Ching Shi's rules either, so like that's an especially oh. rapey fleet. Yeah, that'd be a, that'd be a rapey seventy thousand men. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh. well, dope. All right, time for break. Break time. I don't poop as often as you. Want to do some stupid would you rathers? Yeah, always. Would you rather your only mode of transportation be a donkey or a giraffe? Donkey. See, I'd go with giraffe. That's so inconvenient. You can't go under bridges. So I just won't go under bridges. You have to go around them then. Yeah, but. You're going to come across the bridge. What am I going to have to do? Wait for you on the other side with my donkey until you find your way around? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jessica. I just assume we're traveling side by side. <laughs> I didn't think that through. I just thought it'd look cool. (laughs) Well, you know, think better next time. Like I can feed children with my nipples. So I'd rather just keep both. So that you could feed two children? No, you use them to feed one. Is that how that works? Yeah, you won't have enough if you only use one. Oh. Don't drop the soap. Don't drop the soap. (laughs) (laughs) Is that prison, Mike? Would you rather have to kiss Tobey Maguire on the mouth? What the fuck? (laughs) Or allow yourself to be butt-fucked by Yvonne Strahovski? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Uh, Yvonne. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it! Would you rather give Willem Dafoe handies or <laughs> for 
let's see. Well, how long does it take to film one movie? You have to be his like his stress reducer, his hand for job. like three months. His, <laughs> his hand job man. Or uh, would you rather give? There's this show called My Strange Body. It's on some British TV network. I saw it on YouTube. There's this lady on it. Okay. Not bad looking, kind of overweight. Okay. Definitely overweight, but not like obese. Uh huh. Got a cute little blonde haircut, but her body's weird because her feet sweat so nonstop that the skin is beginning to rot on the outside. And the smell is that and of jobs. like. And jobs. <laughs> Would you rather have to be Toby Maguire's private barista on call forever or forever on call? Be the one who clears the anal glands of his lapdog. What? Would you rather be the dog that cannot help itself but to compulsively lick peanut butter off of Toby Maguire's balls? What the fuck? <laughs> How do you think of this shit? Or what? Or what, Jessica? <laughs> oh, God. Or... The cat that, that fucking snorts catnip out of his ass. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> That's on the brain. <laughs> I'm done with this game. I don't want to play this game with you anymore. I don't want to play with you anymore. (laughs) All right, we're back from the break. Ready to spin this wheel again? I'm going, I'm going to spin it. Well. Well, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? (laughs) We have embarrassing moment. Oh, wow. What was a moment? Just one. That was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, nothing's coming to mind immediately, but, I mean, there must be a lot, right? Yeah. <laughs> I have this one, like, standout memory uh-huh. of a time in high school. I think it was high school. It could have been middle school. Pretty sure it was high school, though. I was feel- feeling a little sick in my in my tummy. <laughs> okay. Not feeling great. Feeling a little, little queasy. Feeling like I might have to excuse myself to the bathroom soon. Then I realized, oh, it's just gas. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, no, I have that like tummy pressure. Like I should let one out Uh or I'm going to be real uncomfortable for the next like 30 minutes until this class is over. And I was like, could I do it? No. (laughs) (laughs) Will anyone notice? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You can't. Did you? No. I did, but I got away with it. It was nice and quiet, but oh my God, it smelled like something died. (laughs) It was so bad. Whose class was it? What was the teacher? I I don't remember her. I really don't remember, but I remember like, oh God, like I, I feel so awful right now because they blamed it. All these like people around me blamed it on the person sitting in front of me (laughs) and I didn't say shit. (laughs) I was just like, Oh God. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It could have been anyone. (laughs) It's fucking nasty. (laughs) It could 
could have been anybody in here. I'm sitting right behind you. <laughs> I was just like, like playing, <laughs> playing along, covering my face like, oh, God. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> you just ruined his high school life. <laughs> he will forever be known as the guy that took a shit in government. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really bad about it for a really long time, but I was also like, I couldn't help it. I was so sick that day. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many that happen and like, I just don't remember them like right now. Mm. I can tell you something like super embarrassing that I did. No, that I did. Oh, well, fuck you. You already talked about one. Yeah, but you're just, you can't think of anything. So I was well, going to fill think, in the gap. I'll think of it. There is no gap that'll be cut. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just tell you then? No. I clicked on a link that said grandma porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was my first experience. Like I, I was exploring and I saw it and I was like, there's no way that's real. <laughs> oh no, it's real. No, it's not. I didn't believe it. And then I clicked on it and it started loading, but it was taking like a really long time. <laughs> and I was like, mm, never mind. And I backed out, but it still stayed in the history. And dad found it. <laughs> <laughs> and thought I was just a fucking freak for forever. He probably still does. I don't think we've like actually talked about it. I don't think he'll ever bring it up. <laughs> You're just like. Just messing. You're like, oh, okay. Look, she was she was on MySpace. She went to YouTube. Oh, she watched a couple of cat videos. <laughs> Nana gets nailed. <laughs> <laughs> Nana getting trained. <laughs> and then, oh, back to Facebook. <laughs> Nogged, logged into Neopets. Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, look at this. She she was checking on her webkin today. <laughs> Spent a lot of time there. Oh, wow, grandma porn. Whoa, straight, whoa, whoa. Straight back to Webkins. <laughs> Seems weird. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You seriously can't think of anything embarrassing you've ever done. I can't think. Like, I mean, but what's considered embarrassing? I know for a fact. One super embarrassing thing. Two super embarrassing things. Uh, one time you woke up with a boner and didn't realize your pee pee was oh, sticking out of your. <laughs> I recall this. I, <laughs> I woke up late for school. And I remember being like, you knocked on the door, like to the bathroom, because we only had that one. No, I was walking out of the bedroom and you were standing in front of the doorway, like where your closet was. And, <laughs> and you were like, oh my ah! God, Jake. Jacob, no. And I, I like tucked it away and I was like, you didn't see anything. <laughs> Oh, no, like I was a, like, I was like, that didn't happen. That didn't happen. You snapped your fingers like you were casting a spell. Yeah, like that that didn't, didn't happen. happen, and you left, and we didn't talk for the rest of the day. <laughs> that was never brought up. I was what twelve? You were yeah, ten years ago. Yeah, <laughs> we kept that quiet for ten years, and you bring it up. Oh, I remember specifically, mom having like I don't know, in a breakdown, like just this like anxious spiral because she found that you had drawn a naked woman <laughs> on like in like a notebook or something. Uh huh. But it wasn't just any naked woman. It was an elf. <laughs> yes. And I believe it was like a drow. Like it was like mm. dark skinned and it had white hair or something. 
Maybe I was I'm, I was never a great artist. So. I don't know. It was an elf though, and they saw it. And mom was like, "Oh God, is this prawn? Should we take it from him?" And I was like, "I don't know." And then dad was like, "Shut up! This like this is none of your business." And I was like, "Okay." Yeah, no, I recall that. Mom was like, "We like you drew and those you drew boobs and you drew a vagina. You must know what they look like." And I was like, "Yeah, I'm 12 <laughs> and I have internet access. Of course, I know what they look like." Goodness gracious. Yeah, and they were terrible drawings too. <laughs> yeah, they were. I remember looking at them and being like, that's harmless. Like, <laughs> yeah. It was just standing like. It was like T-Post. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like Da Vinci. Yeah. <laughs> the circle and like yeah. the anatomy display. That's what it looked like. It was just like. Like, ha. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like you were just trying to remember if you could like just from memory. I, I don't memory. even know. I, I'm just, I've never been a good artist. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are pretty embarrassing. <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'm glad you recalled my embarrassing moments. Well, they were also some of mine. <laughs> so, <laughs> shut up. Meaning, think of your own. Do you want to hear about my historical figure? <laughs> yes. We could we could brush past this. Yes. <laughs> okay. Wow. Let me just get to it. So, Jessica, I know you know who this is, but pretend like you don't. Okay. We're going to be talking about Countess Elizabeth. Bathory de Eskid. Exid de Exid. Okay. I, ca- I can't correct you because I really don't know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of like Hungarian <laughs> names in this. <laughs> Perfect. Bear with me. AKA the Blood Countess. Ah. Yes. So, Countess Elizabeth Bathory de Exid was a Hungarian noblewoman born in her family estate in Nieb. Bator, Royal Hungary, <laughs> in 1560. Her father was Baron George Bathory the sixth of Exid, and her mother was Baroness Anna Bathory. Bathory? Bathory. Bathory. Her uncle, Stephen Bathory, was not only a Hungarian noble, but was also the King of Poland, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the Grand Duke of Lithuania, mm. and the Prince of Transylvania. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I don't know how you can be all of those things at one time, but he was. He was. Yes. Well, I mean, look at Christopher Lee. He was a lot of things. Well, yeah, but how can you be a king, a prince, and a grand duke of three different countries? There's a lot of inbreeding, actually. Oh, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. We'll get into that in a little bit, actually. I know. (laughs) (laughs) As a child, Elizabeth suffered from seizures due to her having epilepsy. And many believe that this was due to her parents' inbreeding being siblings yeah 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 they they bred inwardly and created elizabeth Mm -hmm. and at this time this is fun to note i didn't know this epilepsy (laughs) (laughs) was known as the falling sickness right they didn't have today's science they didn't know what Mm -hmm. it was they called it the falling sickness i'm pretty sure diabetes was called like the sugar sickness at one point and how they treated the falling sickness okay is unique. Rut-row. So it was treated by rubbing the blood of, quote, non-sufferers on your lips. So you use the blood of people who don't have epilepsy. Okay. And rub it on your lips, like lipstick. But does you don't have to kill anybody. I assume that just means someone who doesn't have it just, like, pricks their finger. Yeah. You just have to rub the blood of a non-sufferer on your lips. Okay. Or, uh, and this was the one that she mostly did, you could drink a mixture of non-sufferer blood and pieces of non-sufferer skull. Um. Yeah, that one 
I don't I don't think you can just donate some it skull. wasn't it wasn't like she just like someone already died maybe and I it don't was know. like hey let's recycle them it's possible okay. I didn't really go into it too much girl's been drinking blood since she was a child okay to heal her epilepsy mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah she she drank this non-sufferer blood throughout her life and this will be obviously important later mm-hmm. not so important now just interesting now so throughout her life she witnessed her family deliver and this is a quote brutal punishments to peasants and criminals in the area mm-hmm. what year was this again this is the later like 1560 was when she was born so this is probably like 1570 okay around there uh some say that her family members were involved in satanism and witchcraft ah uh, i mean if you're sipping on like blood and skull soup i kind of understand where that suspicion is coming from yeah there must be something going on mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so allegedly at the age of 13 elizabeth had a baby with a peasant boy. <gasps> oh, scandal. It's a very big scandal, especially because she was engaged at the age of 10. Oh. But this peasant boy impregnated her with a baby. <gasps> Fool. And this baby was given to a peasant woman to raise. Okay. She was paid heavily, and she took the baby to be raised in Wallachia. <gasps> Ooh, interesting. So many connections. <laughs> so many connections to something. <laughs> I wonder what. At the age of 10, like I said, Elizabeth was engaged to Ferenc Nadasti, the Ooh. son of Baron Tamis Nadasti de N- Nadast at Forgrasfold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shit. Baron Tamas Nadasti de Nadast Honestly, at Forgrasfold. <laughs> we'll understand you better if you just don't say them. <laughs> I'll try. And it was a political arrangement. Uh, and in this political arrangement, her fiance, Ferranc, was lower in social standing than Elizabeth. And so, upon their marriage, at the age of 15, he took her last name and became Ferranc Bathory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At the wedding, Elizabeth was gifted the Castle of Kazechte. Kazechte. How is it spelled? C-S-E-J-T-E. C-S-E-J-T-E? Yep. Uh, Sejt. All right, Castle of Sedged, which is located in Little Car- Carpathians, which is also present-day Slovakia. Mm. Yes. Pronounceable stuff. Yeah, I can pronounce that one. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1578, Elizabeth's husband became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops, and he led them in a war against the Ottomans. Nice. During this time, Elizabeth took control of the estate and was in charge of all of the duties that were involved. Okay. Okay. So she could lead and whatnot. Handling some things. Yeah. Sign some documents. Delegating. Sure. In 1590, Elizabeth took up a new hobby. Uh-oh. I Usually we, when the characters of your stories take up hobbies, and I say usually, I mean recently. Yeah. My historical figures like to take up hobbies. Not pleasant hobbies. Probably not. So this is not important now. It will be important later. But just also remember what's also important that later will be that she was drinking blood. Yes. To cure epilepsy. Mm-hmm. So Elizabeth and Ferranc had many children together. Okay. Many went on to do things and marry important people. Really nothing big. How many children? Uh, like five or six. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then Ferranc died in 1604. Uh. But before his death, Ferranc entrusted his heirs and widow to Georgi 
Thurzo. Mm, yeah. What's that? <laughs> that's that's a man. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the man that would ultimately bring an end to Elizabeth's quote-unquote hobby. Interesting. Yes. In the early 1600s, rumors had been spreading about many young women traveling to Elizabeth's castle and never being seen again. Oh, no. This is not good news. And when a formal complaint was made in the court of Vienna, Georgi Thurzo was placed in charge of leading an investigation. By 1611, over 300 statements from witnesses had been collected. Wow. It's by, quite, by Georgi. Uh, yeah, Georgi. You sure it's not like Georgie? Dude. Don't ask. Okay. Like, we're, we're past this. I've uh, said it like four times now. All right. It's Georgi now. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. He doesn't get to pick. Yeah. Doesn't get to decide. He doesn't get to say. Elizabeth's first victims, because she did have victims, were girls between the ages of 10 and 14. Yeah. Many girls were sent to Elizabeth's castle to learn etiquette, and other girls were just simply abducted and yep. taken to the castle. All of the girls, however, would eventually be placed in unmarked graves or would simply be burnt and left as ashes. How did they die? Thanks for asking. Elizabeth would first start by burning and mutilating the hands of the girls. She would burn their hands? Yes, burn and mutilate it. Why? Don't ask questions. Okay. Well, you can ask questions, but I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> uh, she would then bite the flesh off of their faces Ugh. as well as their arms, legs, torso, really anywhere on the body. Was she trying to heal her epilepsy? It's possible. Okay. It's possible. She would use needles as a form of torture. Mm, that doesn't sound like she's trying to heal her epilepsy. Mm-mm. And then she would eventually leave them to either freeze or starve to death. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a keeper. Yeah, some would say. I mean, Frank was in, Frank was into it. Ferenc must have been into it. Yeah. Because he was, he didn't, he didn't tell on her. He procreated with that. He did multiple times. So it's believed that Elizabeth would bathe in the blood of her victims. And she did this not only to help heal her epilepsy, but to also keep her skin radiant and youthful. Mm -hmm. One like report. the evil queen from like Snow White. Yeah. Or the witch from uh, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what I imagined. Mm -hmm. uh, one report said that Elizabeth would burn the girls with hot tongs, place the girls in freezing water, and then continue repeating this until the girls died. Just like for shits and giggles? I guess. Don't know. See, you know, last episode, we talked about how, like, America has most of the world's notorious serial killers. I don't think that's true. Uh, yeah, because these are two people that I've talked about now. The only reason that ours, are insanely wealthy, insanely yeah. powerful, and are also have like three digit body counts. That's what I'm saying. Like the only reason ours are called serial killers is because we called them serial killers. Yeah. Everyone else is just called like, I don't know, a historical figure. Yeah. The bloody countess. Yeah. Obviously, Elizabeth was arrested for her crimes. Mm-hmm. A trial and eventual execution of Elizabeth would be expected, but that would mean that her family that ruled over Transylvania would be disgraced. And so her wealthy, powerful family managed to instead have her placed on house arrest. Mm. Because also if she was found guilty and executed, all of her land would be relinquished to the state and her family ah, would lose it. Right, right. So they somehow 
got her placed on house arrest, where Gyoki they and, yes had a hand in this probably, where they had sworn that she would be bricked up into a one room, mm-hmm. with the only entry being a slot that they could put food in and water and stuff. Yes, she could pass her little chamber pot. Yep. To the the servants. Yep. However, multiple accounts say that they had seen her just walking around her castle like no one's business. So the family probably lied. Okay. Yeah, who knows? And then she died in her house in 1614. Okay, so she was on house arrest for about three years. Yeah. Until she died. It's a super light sentence. (laughs) Yeah, especially because Elizabeth had killed somewhere between 80 and 600 peasant girls in her life, which makes her the Guinness World Record holder for the most prolific female murderer. Mm-hmm. That's a serial killer, by the way. Yes. That's what how Americans define a serial killer. Yes. She killed more people than Jack the Ripper. Yep. Yeah. She killed more people than, who was your first guy, the one who drew pictures of their faces? Remembered them forever. Samuel Little? Yeah. She did. Yep. Killed he's more our, than He's Samuel the record Little. holder currently mm-hmm. in America. Yep. 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 She made, she made his numbers look like rookie numbers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, we also had, uh, what's her name? In Louisiana, it was the, the one that Kathy Bates played in American Horror Story. Madame LaLaurie? LaLaurie. LaLaurie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people aren't sure if that was real because she had a lot of people who really wanted to like slander beak her name. I mean, that's also what they say about this. Is they say like hundreds of years, just like remember I said with uh, Guillet, oh. that like 400 years later, they're like, like France retried him in a fake court with fake everything and found him innocent. Yeah. They did the same thing with her. They're like, no, it was just people trying to gain power, but no one gained anything. Yeah. Her family just kept the land. Right. So. At least you remember in my uh, Monster Made Me Do It stories, the werewolf people were like, no, I just killed other people. I promise I didn't deal with Satan first. Right. <laughs> like, uh, no, I'm just a murderer. Like, chill. <laughs> Relax. And this was, all of it has been leading up to this moment right here. Okay. My last bullet okay. point. Elizabeth Bathory is believed to be a heavy source of inspiration. Elizabeth Bathory is believed to be a heavy source of inspiration for Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dracula. Yes. He apparently used Vlad the Impaler and Elizabeth Bathory mm-hmm. to create Count Dracula. Yep. Yeah. I heard uh, she was known as the the female Dracula. Not was known, I guess, currently is known just because of how brutal the, the history is there. Yeah. Well, she straight drank blood her whole life. Yeah. And took part in cannibalism. I also, I remember because... Uh, you know, surprise, I did know about this one before. Right. I didn't remember hearing about the epilepsy treatments. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that. But I do remember um, reading what you had stated, which was that people believed her family was a family of like Satan worshipers and witchcraft practicers. Right. Practitioners, I should say. And um, I remember, I thought I had remembered that um, she'd actually, when she got to a certain age, had been sent to like an aunt or something to learn the the cultish, witchy, Satan worshiping ways. Yes, when she was a Satan kid, she was ways. sent to be raised by a governess, mm. which Who, is like, what which is what she did to all of her kids too. All her creepiness. Mm-hmm. When they all got old enough, they were sent to live with a governess, which I don't know why. I don't even know what a governess is. Basically, it's like a live-in nanny who does all your jobs for you. 
takes care of literally all your obligations as a parent. Oh. It's kind of like an even more involved uh, septa from Game of Thrones. Mm. Okay. She follows you around everywhere, takes care of everything you need, and pretends to be your mom. Huh. So that your mom doesn't have to pretend to be your mom. Well, yeah, that like that'd be inconvenient. I know. So right. Yeah. You're hearing uh, it from the horse's mouth, you know what I mean? From from the what's mouth? The horse's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is I need to look into see how much a governess costs this way. When I have kids, I can just like hear governess. Phone them up. Yeah. Take care of these little bastards. They need a home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they need they need some some motherly inspiration. <laughs> There'll be none from me. Well, okay. I mean, that wraps it up, I think. I mean, do you have anything more on Elizabeth Bathory of Equinox? Exid. Exid. Hold on. Let me just. You're just checking the beginning of your notes. Mm. What does it say? Countess Elizabeth Bathory de Exid. Exid. E-C-S-E-D. E-C-S-D. Exid. I bet you it's pronounced like acid. You're acid. Okay. How about you jump? How about you go jump on a vat of acid? <laughs> acid. Oh my gosh. That's a vat of acid. It's a whole vat of acid. <laughs> Spin the wheel. No. You did it anyway. <laughs> hey, Jess. Hey, Jake. If you had to be killed by a Disney protagonist, <laughs> who would it be? <laughs> uh, <laughs> see, I remember suggesting that this got put on the wheel. Uh-huh. I don't remember thinking of what my answer might be if it ever came up. Okay. By surprise. But surprise, here it is. <laughs> oh, God. I can only think of ones I definitely don't want to be killed by, like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? And I'm going to go ahead and say we're, we're talking real Disney, no Marvel, no Star Wars. Yeah. Like straight up Disney. Old school animated. Yeah. Pixar? I'll allow it. Okay. Okay. But I'm imagining you don't want Buzz Lightyear. No, hell no. <laughs> Little like six inches of plastic <laughs> killing you. Oh shit! Um, uh, Eve from Wally, because she has that oh, like just, crazy blaster gun. Yeah. She'd just like disintegrate me. Uh huh. I'd feel nothing. I want to yeah. be killed by Eve. You want to be killed by Eve? That's a that's a solid answer. Mm -hmm. Like when she gets stuck to that magnet mm -hmm. and just gets pissed and just Fucking, destroys yeah. the entire ship that yep. it's attached to. Mm -hmm. Fuck you. I'd be dead so fast. I, I wouldn't even know. That's a good point. Which means you can't pick that. Now I know. Pick else. I know. I have to think of something else. Let's see. You could go with uh, Merida from Brave because she just put one right through your eye. That's true. That'd be a quick death. Mm -hmm. Just pew, an arrow. But no. Right into your eyeball. No, I wouldn't want to be killed by an arrow. My mind just keeps going to like horrible things. What about Hercules? Oh, just like one punch to the chest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bam. Yeah. That'd be a good one, but it was your idea. So stop talking. No, you're going to take them all. <laughs> you're going to take all the good ones. <laughs> you know who'd be fucking awful to be killed by? Mm. I, can, I swear to God, I can only think of the ones that would be the worst. Yeah. Oh, no. Never mind. That's not a protagonist. It's a villain. I thought of Jafar because I was like, he'd totally make you a sex slave first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd work a pole. <laughs> <laughs> he'd make you wear belly shirts and pointy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he definitely would. Hmm. I was like, like in my head, like it just goes to horrible things. And I was like, hmm, the seven dwarfs. <laughs> <laughs> Quasimodo. <just> <laughs> <laughs> Th 
that might be something. He'd just drop you off the very top of the... No, he'd just bear hug you. No, he wouldn't. He'd just toss you. Yeah, I don't want to... You'd be... at least get a good look of France before you died. No, I'm good. Snow White would drown you in a well for sure. So yeah, that's, that's true. a no-go. That, no-go for sure. I'm going to go with... Cinderella run you over with her carriage. No, I'm going to go with Captain Jack Sparrow. Ah, uh, okay. But what's he killing you with? Because that one bullet saved for somebody else, so... No, but he already used the bullet. Okay. He doesn't need to save it after that. Well, then what's going to happen to you, ideally? He'll probably shoot me or stab me, but I'll be very, very intoxicated. Oh, that's true. Yeah, You'd at least have a really great time first. Yeah, yeah. He's not He's not a killer by nature, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, like, he would he would pity that he had to kill me, mm-hmm. and he, he would get me very drunk and then do it. Yeah. The three fairies from Sleeping Beauty. See, I feel like they do some fucked up shit. Well, 100%. Like they would turn me into a pig and then like would, sell me to a they butcher. They would kill you trying to do something nice. That's how like klutzy and like stupid they are. Mm. So you'd be like, oh no, he's drowning. Wave your fairy wand. Boom. Oil spill. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Get him out of the oil. He can't breathe. He's choking. Boom. Set a flame. <laughs> lit, lit cigarette. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like that question. <laughs> that was that was a weird question. I, I my well, first thought went to like Aladdin. Why? And I just imagined that like giant saber, <laughs> like <laughs> like ah. Oh, the um, what's it, a scimitar? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah. No. Oh my god. What if genie killed you? Yeah, he would just like poof. I I don't or I he would like turn me into like a little bird and then just like clap his hands. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a okay. quick one. The little fat Asian kid from Up. Oh. No, that poison your cookies. Uh, uh-uh. I was thinking more just like extreme torture, <laughs> you know, like he's, he's got to be a little deranged, right? I mean, if he's trying to kill you, probably. Yeah. Like, I feel like I would be tortured for like days until I eventually just died. The little mermaid. I mean, that's easy. She'd just drown you. Or would she slap you so hard with her tail that you just die? You just die. Just <laughs> <laughs> dead. Yeah, I think we got it. Like the protagonists of the Lion King would just eat you alive, you know? Right. Like they do. Um, Rapunzel would hang you with her hair. With her own hair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what about the, is that Disney? Is the Iron Giant Disney? I don't think so. Damn it. Okay. Wally would just stuff you into his little trash compactor. Yeah, that'd be brutal. And squash you into a cube. Yeah, brutal. Mm-hmm. What about Mike Wazowski? How would he do it? Honestly, his teeth freak me out, man. Like he would just chomp you. Like your entire head would fit into his enormous mouth. All right. What about Boo? <laughs> how would boo kill you again i'm i feel like it, there'd be a lot of torture involved i see i don't see that like throughout the whole movie it's pretty clear that the way she gets other people in trouble uh, on and like almost killed is by making it seem like they're guilty of something that they're not or making it seem like they're guilty of something that they are so i feel like she's gonna like leak false records on the <laughs> internet about you uh-huh. and like like clue the cia into like you're like collusion of some kind with some sort of like foreign enemy and then you know you'd get totally screwed yeah abducted murdered sent to guantanamo Mm -hmm. interrogated Mm -hmm. she'd do that i think that's messed up devious scandalous even Mm. what a bitch Mm. little boo bitch yeah mulan has honor oh that's true she'd kill you with her own sword she'd be looking at me in the face too Mm -hmm. while she did it yep yeah, I don't want to die by that. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to get stabbed with a sword. Oh, maybe she'd like rocket launcher me, though. You'd be the, the your body yeah. would set off the avalanche that killed the Huns. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'd be down with that. Getting rocket launched. <laughs> well, 
We did it. We did it. Here we are. That's yeah. the end of season, season, episode seven. This is, this is. What it, go on. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening and you like what you hear. Of course they're listening. It's shut, the end of shut, the episode. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. If you like what you hear, go ahead and like, comment, and subscribe. If that's something that you can do on your, you know, uh, podcast platform. Yeah, wherever you're some listening. Some of them allow comments. Some of them allow ratings, whatever. You know, if you want to rate us and do all that, that fun stuff, go for it. Do it. It'll get us boosted up in those charts and yeah. so that more people can see us. And the more people that see us, uh, the more content that will probably... I mean, I don't know. Ultimately be able to create like, yeah. you know, mo money, mo content. Yeah, that's right. Also, if you, uh, if you liked what you heard and, uh, we've already had, had a couple of people reach out to us with suggestions for new episodes, feedback, stuff like that. You have anything you would like to reach out to us and say, you can reach us on our social media accounts. Um, but you can also send us an email via fan mail at three shots in.com. Uh, and if you'd like to show us some, some support, you can visit threeshotsin.com, uh, which will take you to our Patreon page. We still got that going on. Take a look. And that is episode seven. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll catch you guys next week. See you uh, at 10.30 p.m. Central Saturday night, hopefully. Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll be live. Bye. Bye. That's the end. Yeah. You did it. Mm -hmm. Congratulations.